Right, let's turn to the first part of today's brunch, and that is a bit of trash talk. And this week on Trash Talks, uh, uh, 200th episode, too excited about it. This week on Trash Talks, 200th episode, Marcy Trent Long chats with Parks and Trails CEO Agnes Chang about the waste solution on hiking trails currently, and also the impacts of removing rubbish bins or trash bins uh, from hiking trails. Good morning, Trash Talk listeners. That includes you, Noreen. Shall we talk nature today? Our country parks here in Hong Kong are beloved. After a dizzying week of meetings and crowded public transport, the ability to hit the trails in our country parks and escape from the crowds is really unique here in Hong Kong within the Asia-Pacific region. So we also want to protect our parks and keep them clean. Today, we have Agnes Chung of the NGO Parks and Trails to talk to us about how their organization is working to keep our green space in Hong Kong beautiful. Welcome to the show, Agnes. Thank you. Hello, Marcy. Thank you so much for having me. So the last time that we had someone from your organization, we talked about this kind of novel idea of removing trash bins from the country parks. And maybe you could just give us a status update of that and explain why you did it in the first place. Well, sure. I mean, uh, it's not just us, I mean, not just parks and trails who who have been actively advocating that bins be removed. Um, But I think the past few years, we have noticed uh, very interesting trends going in different directions. So for one thing, um, people's awareness have certainly gone up. You would see people being more aware in the sense that they would really bring their own rubbish uh, when they leave country parks or trails. But that's one group of people only. <laughs> yeah, right. Or <laughs> and then there are, if you go back to some of the uh, locations where been used to uh, be present, you, you may see a few things. You may see that uh, instead of the bin, there may be heaps of rubbish because people are so used to leaving their rubbish uh, or they think that they or they take for granted that somebody will take care of them. And it's still happening and it's quite frustrating. But then on the other side, you will also probably see more volunteers or hiking groups that pick up rubbish on their own initiative. Oh, lovely. So every week, this is the kind of pattern that we see every week. Hmm. People taking things for granted, but people also ramping up their efforts. So I think we hope, of course, that people's awareness will win. We hope that more um, environmentally conscious minded people will outnumber the other side. So that's uh, what we're hoping for. Right. Hopefully they get a little guilted into it when you see the groups coming and tidying up litter, etc. Yes and no. Yes and no. I guess I better not. We do have uh, trail cleanup activities uh, every uh, every week during the hiking season. 
Oh, great. But, but what is interesting is actually during our activities, there are members of the public who see us carrying bags and who see us picking up rubbish. They actually come to say, why don't you go pick up rubbish over there? <laughs> There's a pile over there. When they were only a few meters away from that pile of rubbish, they just couldn't be bothered. So we've seen that too. Oh, interesting. So they assume that you're out, you're like contracted to clean as opposed to volunteering. Or maybe even if they see us as volunteers, they just take us for granted too. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, so that was the take your litter home idea. Can you talk about, you guys have an app I know called Trail Watch. Yes. And tell us about that. Sure. So Trail Watch started in uh, 2014 um, uh, as a project. So back then uh, we had uh, the support or the resources, donations of the private foundation. Uh, the idea was to create an app as an engagement and education tool, as a hiking tool as well, of course. So basically what happens if you download the app, you would be able to find information about hiking trails and also uh, information that are cate categorized into themes. So instead of just telling you where they are geographically, you can also find out information about trails, let's say, suitable for families or trails that are um, suitable for wheelchair users. Oh, there's such a trail? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We started this cool. initiative and yeah. we, we are very glad that the AFCD has actually uh, adopted uh, our uh, findings and mm. then now it's actually published on the AFCD website as That's well. That's brilliant. Yes, yeah. yes. Nice. So um, in addition to general hiking information, we also have different kinds of map, uh, different versions of map where hikers can choose to um, explore or find out more details about their hiking routes. Um, and there is also another function which probably distinguishes a bit from other hiking apps in Hong Kong in that um, there is a re recording and reporting function. So you can actually journalize your own hiking by tracking. We will have a tracking function. You, you can choose to, if you want, uh, record your route and also uh, record your photos there. And um, But not only that, if you see something wrong on the trails, for example, littering or uh, damaged trails, you can actually send us the info, the data, and then we will send it to the government, share it with the government for follow up. Oh, that's really so cool. So that's essentially what Trail Watch is about. And we've been doing, um, it was, the app has been the same since it started nine years ago. Mm. Can you give an example of of that, of someone uploading something? and We get that every week. Huh. So uh, we have hikers who are particularly concerned about, let's say, uh, rubbish that are being dumped on the trails. Okay, like large, uh, large bits. We've seen everything. Um, oh. A few months ago, uh, while we were doing another cleanup activity on Wilson Trail, there was a suntan bed right next to the trail. A suntan bag. Imagine how big a suntan bed is. Oh, a suntan bed. bed yes. Weird. Okay, they brought up an entire like mattress or something. I I think probably because there is a village nearby. Oh, and maybe the owner thinks that it's too expensive to throw it away. Wow, 
it, it costs a lot to remove a heavy object right. and find a, a location for disposal. Right. So may as well just push it outside his or her home. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> but right next to the trails, it's it's very unusual. Right. So we actually had to send the photos and data to AFCD and all relevant authorities to, to help us with the follow-up. Right, for collection. Yes. Huh. And it, you know, no one's going to lounge on it, I guess. <laughs> because well, it's... we took a photo. <laughs> Uh, um, well, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show was to talk about the increased litter fee. So they're increasing the fee to uh, 3,000 Hong Kong. I don't know when they're increasing it to or if it's maybe it's already done. I know it's been proposed. Um, do you think that will make a difference in the country parks or is it that it's so hard to find people who litter? I think enforcement is never easy hmm. because... Um, it is, there, there is a, a pattern, you know, how the frequency of when and where hikers use the trails. And unless you can, you can pinpoint a particularly uh, disastrous area, otherwise you would find that, um, well, even the government, even if they have uh, the, the will, it, it takes a lot of resources to be able to target. And so I, I think it is not exactly very realistic. Mm. Uh, rather, we would prefer people really have the sense of awareness and peer influence as well. So if you see someone doing something really um, unacceptable, um, well, uh, of course, we, we don't recommend confronting or, or debating but no no but we do have volunteer groups or through social media we do uh, are able to get volunteers to to help us with the cleanup mm. so that's probably well I, I think more effective with the volunteer side because there really are lots of dedicated groups now which is very encouraging. It is. It's so lovely. Who who can give out the fine? I guess it's just the police then. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I have the correct answer, but yeah. uh, I haven't. I'm not aware of other departments yeah, issuing give out yeah, the fine. Fines. Right. So it's not like the the LCS, whoever manages the country parks, can also give out the fine. Interesting. It is a difficult issue because obviously you go out to the trails to escape and be alone. So it's pretty easy to dump your trash in, <laughs> in that anonymity, right? Um, but trash talkers, of course, would never do that. And it sounds really exciting what the NGO Parks and Trails is doing. So thank you so much. I think for, for us, we would like to really, through, through trash, you know, educate the public. It's not just about volume. Yeah. It's also about the insight that we get from classifying waste. So um, our way of doing um, trail cleanup is slightly different in the sense that we actually, um, once we've collected the, the piece of solid waste, we would actually document and take a photo before hmm. we bag it. So at the end of each activity, we already have a classification of what the types of uh, rubbish we've collected. and. We find that it's very helpful insight 
uh, showing us what may be the source of the problem and what may be the potential solutions. So let me give you an example. Uh, in the past three years during COVID, what do you think were the top three most commonly found rubbish on the trails? Oh, 100% masks. Uh, masks, sanitary wipes or sanitary gel, and I don't know. <laughs> you got two very important right. <laughs> types already. Uh, but interestingly, um, from the data, we got a slightly different picture. Our observation is that the picture has changed a bit during the first, second and the third year of COVID. Hmm. So during the first year, there were lots of masks on the trails. And then the second year and the third year, we found that there were actually more food packaging and plenty more cigarette butts. Oh. Uh, Isn't that so people started using the reusable masks maybe, right? People or? were bored and they a lot more people actually spent time on the trails and exactly. country parks. During COVID, and they yeah. took their food and then the packaging oh. were left on the trails or country right. parks. Because they're maybe they're new to the country parks, so they... Interesting. Yeah. But did it start to trail off at the end? Well, now we are not sure because I think the measures have only been relaxed in the past few months. And right. now we're going into summer. So there are naturally less people, less hikers right. out there. Too hot. So probably going into autumn, then we would be able to uh, study the the pattern again to see mm. if there is any there are any changes mm. or improvements so to speak fascinating all right well thank you so much agnes for coming in and thanks for all your work in keeping our country parks safe trash talkers parks and trails i think they're also always looking for volunteers um, to clean up the trails yes we would love to have more people uh, subscribe or register or download our app. So since we started nine years ago, um, we now have about 180,000 That's great. Uh, registered users. So that's very encouraging. But of course, not everyone is as active. Some do. Some provide us with very valuable information. Some come to us for questions, which we happily would provide answers to whenever we can. Uh, but more importantly, I think that is also one way to engage our users on, you know, the changes of our trails and, and country parks and how we can do more to protect them. That's great. All right. Thank you, Agnes. Thank you so much, Marcy. It's lovely talking to you. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Many thanks once again to Marcy Trent Long for this week's Trash Talk. And she was speaking with Parks and Trails CEO Agnes Chang about the waste situation on hiking trails. Many thanks once again and congratulations to Marcy and her team for a wonderful 200th episode. More Trash Talk coming next week.